one step, one breath at a time. 543.7 miles with all your belongings on your back to the end of the earth. One step at a time. 10, 20, 30 miles each day. An average of 15,000 steps per day. One foot in front of the other. More than 525,000 steps in 35 days. Walking in a forward direction. One step. One breath at a time. Several of my pastor colleagues in our presbytery spent a portion of their sabbaticals this summer walking the Camino de Santiago, the way of St. James. The main pilgrimage route to Santiago follows an early Roman trade route, which continues to the Atlantic coast of Galatia, to the shrine of the apostle St. James the Great in the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostelo. Tradition has it that the remains of the saint are buried there. The pilgrimage ends at Cape Finisterra, at one time to be Spain's westernmost point. These pastors joined thousands of Christian pilgrims and many others, more than 200,000 people in 2014, who set out each year from their front doorsteps or from popular starting points across Europe to make their way to Santiago de Compostela. Most travel by foot, seeking the discipline of a spiritual adventure and perhaps an opportunity to remove themselves from the bustle of modern-day life to deepen their walk with God in Christ. The literature says that walking the Camino is not difficult. Most of the stages are fairly flat and follow good paths. The main difficulty is that few of us have ever walked continuously for 10, 20, or 30 days. We would certainly learn more about our feet than we would ever thought possible, and Weight Watchers would certainly be proud. But each of my colleagues reported that they also learned a lot about life and their journey on this earth. As I read their Facebook reflections, I lived their experiences vicariously, from the people they met to the insights that they gathered along the way. In the verses we've read this morning, the author of the letter to the Ephesians offers guidance for our journey when he proclaims, be careful how you live. Actually, be careful how you live is be careful how you walk in the original Greek. Not where you walk, but how you walk. The author's admonition is not to escape the world. There's nothing in the letter to suggest that these followers of Christ are to leave Ephesus, to go out into the desert, to make a life apart from the world. 
No. They're to be wise in the world. You may know some people who live their lives so carefully trying to avoid every real or imagined risk that they never truly live. The Christian idea of careful living is different. We're not to isolate ourselves from the world, but instead we're to immerse ourselves in it through active, involved, righteous living. Walking in the light means caring for those around us by paying attention to how we live and to how our lives may manifest the ever-practical grace of God. So if you've been wondering what all the practices of faith mean in the living of a Christian life, then this writer says, here is what you do. Be wise, not foolish. Seek to understand the will of the Lord. Make the most of your time. And give thanks to God at all times with your whole heart. Be careful how you walk, not as fools, but as wise. Wisdom plays a key role in this passage in Ephesians. The Christian idea of wisdom is not the image of the old man on the mountain surveying all the world's failings with a jaundiced eye. In the Bible, those who are foolish blatantly do that which leads to their own defeat. Instead, it is, there's a, we seek a life filled with the Holy Spirit instead, bearing the fruit of the Spirit, serving in the strength that the Spirit provides, adopting the attitudes inspired by the Spirit, attitudes of joy, gratitude, humility, and respect. It's a way of life that is defined by the grace and mercy that we then extend to others because of our own experience of God's generous grace and mercy. It's a way of life that's defined by faith, the mysterious and wonderful power of love that surrounds us all. It's a way of life that is defined by following Jesus' example of selfless love and sacrificial service to others. It's a way of life that is truly meaningful. Call it what you will, the way of wisdom, discipleship, the life of the Spirit. That's where true meaning is found in life. It's found by living the life of loving God and loving others. Where the life of faith is founded on humility, gentleness, and patience of Christ, there is imitation, Christ-like behavior. This is no cheap imitation, but the genuine article. Our faith has marked us for redemption. Living as redeemed people, our lives are the real thing, not knockoffs of the humans we would be without God. In Christ, the church has begun to resemble all that humanity was meant to be, 
a community created in the likeness of Christ, containing people who have been created in the image of God. A life that pleases God is a life that believes what God in Christ says and acts on it. Look beyond the immediate to the eternal. Look beyond the visible to the invisible and walk in the light of that which is real. Be careful how you walk. Walk with wisdom. Be careful how you walk and seek to understand what the will of the Lord is. This search for understanding should not send us off on a quest to discover what car God would want us to purchase or what house to buy. There's something much more profound here than this. Earlier in Ephesians, the author declared that the will of God is to bring all things together in Christ. This is God's goal for the world. And God's intent for the church is to make the communi- this the community that embodies the promises of God's love and shares this unfathomable love and grace with our hurting world. To understand the will of the Lord means to walk in ways which align with the goal God has revealed in Christ to share the blessings of God's justice and peace in real ways through active involvement on the picket lines to end illegal gun sales in D.C. or supporting efforts for dialogue and equality in neighborhoods devastated by poverty and neglect. Be careful how you walk so that you make the most of the time because the days are evil. The biblical ideal of wisdom is intensely practical and belongs to those who successfully immerse themselves in daily living, who redeem the time that they are given for holy purposes, using time wisely. The Greek word for time used here is kairos instead of chronos. Chronos represents the hours of the day, in Kairos, the time of God-given opportunities. We live in a culture which pushes us to act as though there were never enough time. Most of us don't think in terms of wasting time because we assume we simply don't have time to waste. Someone else may have time to waste, but not me. We are constantly rushing with every moment absorbed in our desire to be connected and productive. At the same time, we tell ourselves that we have all the time in the world and that mortality and its limitations aren't our problem. Either way is a path of foolishness. To be the wise people of God means that we can be good and honest stewards of time so that opportunities to do justice and to live boldly as God's reconciled people during this time are not missed or ignored. 
Is there time in your walk this week to shop and cook for the homeless people who are counting on a hot meal at Our Lady of Lourdes next week? Be careful how you walk. And as you walk, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord with your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times. Walking in the light means being filled with the Spirit. Being overfilled with wine carries leads to a life of debauchery, excess, and greed. While being filled with the Spirit has abundant life-affirming effects. In Ephesus and elsewhere, early Christians were being accused of the same riotous, immoral behavior practiced by other new cults, like the drunken orgies of the local cult of Dionysius. Instead of drunk and disorderly, however, the Ephesians were called to a life in the spirit which would result in singing and thanksgiving. Our hearts don't sing in order to get the spirit to fill us, but rather we can't help but sing as a result of the spirit's work among us. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs were not likely distinct kinds of songs, but they simply represented continual singing to each other and to the Lord. The cumulative effect of our walk in the light is an attitude of constant praise, whether we can physically sing a note or not. Thanksgiving is abundant at all times. And for everything, even when it's hard, in the name of Christ and directed to God. We are called to the kind of living that will move people to ask us to give them the reason for the hope that is in us. Carefully wise, always looking for opportunities to live for Christ and deeply in touch with the purposes of God in the world. The Spirit fills us with joy and gratitude, creating relationships that are harmonious, demonstrating our closeness to God with hearts overflowing with song, and showing the world what relationships, family, and work can be if we're willing to put others before ourselves. one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, day after day. Sometimes the songs and the presence of God are close and real, and other times the melodies are a distant memory in the tediousness and trials of our journey. I dare say that most of us will not walk the Camino de Santiago in person to heighten our experience of walking in the light. But each of us instinctively understands its reality. When we get too caught up in where we're walking, we forget to look at the how. 
the imperatives of Ephesians provide guidance on how to walk more carefully. And our faith reminds us to trust God to direct the where. The scallop shell, often found on the shores of Galatia, Spain, has long been the symbol of the Camino de Santiago. The exact origin of the symbol is not clear, but the grooves in the shell, which meet at a single point, are believed to represent the various routes that pilgrims travel, eventually arriving at a single destination. The shell is also a metaphor for the pilgrims themselves. For as the waves of the ocean wash scallop shells onto the shore, God's hand also guides each of them, individually and collectively. The shell is seen very frequently along the trails, on posts and signs along the Camino to guide pilgrims along the way. And it's even more commonly seen on the pilgrims themselves. Wearing a shell denotes that one is a traveler on the Camino, providing inspiration and practical assistance since it's the right size for gathering water to drink or for eating out of as a makeshift bowl. The scallop shell is also a symbol of baptism. As water is poured on our heads from the shell, we remember who we are and whose we are, and we acknowledge the beginning of our journey, our Camino, as disciples of Jesus Christ. We are pilgrims of this walk together. Thanks be to God for the wise words of Ephesians, probing and pushing us to look at our walk more carefully. Be very careful then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. May it be so. Amen.